Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast. This is episode number 583. Psalm 6511 is the passage that the Prince of Preachers chose for us today in this great devotional. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness, and thy paths drop fatness. Many are the paths of the Lord which drop fatness, but an especial one is the path of prayer. Amen, somebody. The path of prayer. No believer who is pardon me, much in the closet, pardon me, will have need to cry. My leanness, my leanness, woe unto me. Starving souls live at a distance from the mercy seat and become like the parched fields in times of drought. Prevalence with God in wrestling prayer is sure to make the believer strong and happy. Spurgeon said strong if not happy. I changed it. Strong and happy. The nearest place to the gate of heaven is the throne of the heavenly grace the throne of grace beloved that God has invited us to and he was very sincere even though we should feel unworthy he he wants us to come boldly to the throne of grace much alone and you will have much assurance little alone with Jesus your religion will be shallow polluted with many doubts, fears, and tears, and not sparkling with the joy of the Lord. Since the soul, and by the way, that's another sign of that you need to be concerned about when you're dealing with people. They, they, they never have any joy. They never have any peace. These people are not saved people. You need to examine yourself and see whether or not you are saved. You never have any joy. You never have any peace. Uh, There's no happiness in your heart. You don't even enjoy the blessings that God bestows on you. And there's something else that you need to look out for. There's something wrong. When God wants to do something for you and try to help you and you refuse it. That's demonic, people. When you have a family member, you have somebody over you, and they are trying to help you. 
and you refuse it. There's something demonic about that. There's something wrong. Uh, you need to examine yourself and maybe you need to examine them and see whether or not they be saved. Seriously, something's wrong. No, no joy ever? No peace ever? You're always worried about uh, everything forever? You're always looking down in the middle distance somewhere thinking that something's going to, good is going to happen to you and a whole lot of good things are happening to you right now and can happen if you knew the Lord? Anyway, since the soul-enriching path of prayer is open to the very, very weakest saint, since no high attainments are required, since you are not bidden to come because you are an advanced saint, but freely invited if you be a saint at all by the grace of God, see to it, dear friend, that you are often in the way of private devotion. Be much on your knees, for so Elijah drew the rain upon famished Israel's fields. There is another special path dropping with fatness to those who walk therein. It is the secret walk of communion with God through Jesus Christ. Oh, the delights of fellowship with Jesus. Earth hath no words which can set forth the holy calm of that communion with Jesus, that peace even in the midst of trouble, that peace and that joy even in the midst of betrayal, and when family members and friends forsake you, that peace that passeth all understanding, that joy, that calm deep down By the way, have you ever heard from the champions how that you see them play so well and so fast, but they will tell you, especially Steph Curry, being a Christian, how God will slow things down for you. It's like you doing it in slow motion. Like you saw some of this last night. For those of you who watched the game, I saw the highlights because I told you I don't watch whole games anymore since Michael Jordan is not playing, but that's another thing. Okay? And, um, but you saw this, the game, it was like, he was playing with them. Hey, did you see this? You see the highlights? And I, I've never, I, I don't recall seeing him play like this. It's like it was all orchestrated by God. He did repeatedly stuff professional basketball players flying in the air, and he's holding the ball down here. He went for them to fly away so he could shoot that pill okay I mean I, I, he did that five or six or seven times I've seen him do it before but not that many times it's like the game slowed down for him and all champions they, they, they say that Gretzky they go into another dimension Michael Jordan Steph Curry and they're playing fast and, and, and furious to us, but it's just all coolness and calmness and everything. There's an inner peace, and they just shoot that pill and, and make it look so easy. Brady, same way. <clears throat> anyway, that's how it is for a Christian. 
a whole lot of hell going to be going on around him, but he's sitting there in complete peace and joy. People betraying him, family members turning against him, uh, people who used to be your friend, not your friend anymore, uh, uh, debts are high, money low, and you just keep on praying and staying centered on Jesus, and he gives you a peace that passes all understanding and a joy unspeakable, and then also will tell you what to do. You know who my greatest advisor has uh, been for 42 years plus? Jesus. God. He's the best lawyer, the best friend ever, and he will never leave you nor forsake you. Holy calm. Holy calm of a soul leaning on Jesus' bosom. That's what it's all about. Few Christians understand it. They live in the lowlands and seldom climb to the top of Mount Nebo. They live in the outer court. They enter not the holy place. They take not up the privilege of the priesthood. Priesthood. At a distance they see the sacrifice, but they sit not down with the priest. The priest. To eat thereof. And to enjoy the fat of the burnt offering. Dear friends, sit thou ever under the shadow of Jesus. Come up to that palm tree and take hold of the branches thereof. Let thy beloved be unto thee as the apple tree among the trees of the garden, of the wood, and thou shalt be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. O Jesus, visit us with thy salvation. Glory be to God, shall we pray. Holy Father God, I cannot thank you enough for this magnificent time of your presence, your blessing, and your power. And Lord, <coughs> pardon me, Lord, as you know, I didn't plan any of this. Uh, in my mind, Lord, was to make it short and sweet. And this has been the longest service this week. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. For all of it is due your name. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray, help your people who are yours, who are born again and saved. Some of them may be very lonely to pray without ceasing. And to keep their hearts and minds stayed on you. Keep them, Lord, in perfect peace. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short 
of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty. There is a punishment for sin, always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now. If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried, and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me. 
Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.